0: What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hooplex, where we talk about basketball and wrestling unscripted and uncensored. My name is Jarrell Thomas.
1: I'm Damon Creighton.
0: Jonathan Brown. And we are actually waiting on Jalen, so he may or may not make it to this episode. Um, Jalen is actually in in the process of taking graduation pictures, so he's not going to hear it, but I do want to give him a shout out. Congratulations, Jalen. You deserve it. But let's get this episode started. We talked last week about the playoffs in the NBA. And with the season coming to an end pretty soon, I think there's about maybe 10 to 12 games left in the season. Let's talk the awards. And this season, things were really interesting with injuries and everything. But, uh, Damon, I'm going to let you start. Who do you have as rookie of the year?
1: Um... If if Lamelo Ball didn't get hurt, it for me without question that's who it would have been. But ever since he got hurt, it's been a big throw up between Anthony Edwards and uh, Halliburton. As of late, Sadiq Bey has kind of jumped into the running. But if I had to pick one based off of efficiency over the season, I think I'd have to go Anthony Edwards.
0: Uh, John.
2: Um. It would have to be my top three, LaMelo Ball, um, Anthony Edwards, and um, Halliburton. Uh, I think the top two would be Anthony Edwards and LaMelo Ball. Uh, they've both been balling like out, creating endless highlights. Uh, Devin Halliburton, he can score. He can shoot the ball, even though it's a weird form, but he can shoot and he can score. And um, it's going to be down to those three.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I agree with Damon. Um, I love LaMelo. He, he's my second favorite rookie from the class. Um, my favorite is Sadiq Bay. I'm gonna be completely honest. But um, even though Melo has been paying great, he still hasn't come back yet. I think if he makes it back in time, he may win it. But for now, I see Anthony Edwards winning it. I he has played better than I thought he would. Um, like after his comments pre-draft I honestly thought that he was going to be a bust and he wasn't going to play good basketball at all and he did have a little bit of a rough start to the season but he definitely has brought his numbers up um it's only so much he can do playing with the Timberwolves but he's been playing great uh stand and I, I I definitely have to agree uh Anthony Edwards is taking it unless Lamelo comes back in enough time and Let's move on to the sixth man of the year. Uh, John, who do you have?
3: Sixth man
2: of the
0: year.
2: Mm. I really haven't been paying attention to the sixth man, so I'm gonna go out and pass to Damon.
1: Uh, for me, I would have to say Jordan Clarkson with Utah. because if I'm not mistaken, this is the most points per game he's averaged in his career. Um, I think he's going over 16 points. And, I mean, Utah has been one of the best teams in basketball this season. And I think he's making a huge impact off the bench.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I completely forgot about Jordan Carson. I don't know why. But Jordan Carson is definitely the sixth man of the year. Um, Utah is, they're still the first seed in the Western Conference. That that blows my mind. Like, if you had told me last year that the Utah Jazz would be first in the Western Conference, I wouldn't know what to say. But Donovan Mitchell has been great, but he's hurt. Rudy Gobert, he's a great defender, but it's Rudy Gobert. Jordan Carson has been hooping all season. His production has dropped a little bit. In the past few games, but he's still averaging basically 18 a game on 40. Matter of fact, let me look at it right quick. Uh, About 42% from the field. So his production has dropped a little bit as far as efficiency, but he's been playing great. So I I believe that he deserves it. Um, Speaking of the Utah Jazz, I'm going to give Defensive Player of the Year to Rudy Gobert, if not Miles Turner. Miles Turner, he's averaging three bucks a grain, but he's out right now. So until he comes back, I have to give it to Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert has been a consistent uh, presence in the paint on defense for years. And uh, I'm trying to think, could there be somebody else? I mean, some. I'm trying to think of somebody else that might come to mind between those two. But really, I, I, the race is between them. But I have Rudy Gobert taking it.
2: Um, I do have a uh, Rudy Gobert taking it. I do have Rudy Gobert taking it, but they did say um, Ben Simmons is on the rise, and also oh, right, uh, right. Gary
3: Payton
2: Gary Payton the second on the Golden State award. Wait, Gary Payton second? Yep.
0: Wow, wait, he plays for Golden State? Yeah. Dang, I didn't even know he was in the league. Honestly, like no disrespect to the glove of the second but i just didn't know he was in the league if he if he's
1: wow i think he's been in the g league as yeah well.
0: i know like i know he's played in the g Obviously. league but i didn't know he was actually like in the nba but damon who's your uh dp why?
1: i think i'm gonna agree and say rudy gobert um but i think uh uh, kind of a dark horse that could potentially be in the race is uh, Bam. He's been a solid guy across the board on offense and defense. And, I mean, if we had to go with another center outside of Rudy Gobert, I think that would be my next pick out of kind of the running. Because I feel like um, hmm, Miles Turner – He's got good efficiency right now. He doesn't really get that many boards considering his size.
0: Now, this one, I think, is pretty obvious at this point. Julius Randle is winning the most improved player of the year. Um, At f- the beginning of the season, like maybe before the All-Star break, uh, it was between Jeremy Grant, and Julius Randle, and Christian Wood. But I think it's very clear by now that Julius Randle has taken that spot for what he's been able to do, not only as an individual basketball player, but hoping to elevate the Knicks to, what, the fourth seed in the East after years and years and years of being mediocre or relevant franchises. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the Battle of New York this year. I, I am. Yeah, I'm,
2: I'm rooting for the Knicks. I want the Knicks to be – Successful, bro. Because whenever the NBA is great, it means the Knicks are great. When the Knicks are good, the NBA is good. That's what LeBron said it, and I believe everybody should agree with that. When the Knicks are playing good, everyone's having a good time. Everyone's having fun. It's it's just a fun. It's a fun team to watch.
1: Yeah, no doubt he's got it. Um, I and I think if the Knicks were better than they are right now you could definitely make a case for MVP for the, like, the numbers that he's putting up. Because I think, what is he averaging? I think he's averaging like 24, 10. Yeah, games. something like that. Yeah. So I was like, if they were better than that, they were, and if everybody else weren't going crazy, you could definitely make a case.
0: And now speaking of that MVP conversation, John, who who is the MVP of the NBA in the 2020 to 21 season? Ooh,
2: NBA MVP. That's something that's hard. Um It could be Curry cuz Curry had an amazing month. It could also be Bradley Beal. Bradley Bradley Bill, he's uh he's averaging 30. So he has to be in a conversation. Um, people are also saying Chris Paul. He's been helping the Suns. Uh they just qualified for the playoffs, so Chris Paul can be in contention. So what's another one I have to say? You know, uh Giannis could be in attention. It could be. Never know. And I would have to say Westbrook. Westbrook had 13 triple-doubles this month. Yeah, Come on now. 13 triple-doubles in one month. Uh, 16,
1: 16, uh, games, 16 games. 16 games, 13 but, double I keep,
0: doubles I'm not – Unlike like Russ, but I mean, he's used to doing that. You've been winning. Uh, 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 Russ is MVP. Uh, See,
1: but I think that's—I feel like that's such a difficult yeah. conversation when people are like, "Oh, well, he he does he does this all the time," but like, that's not easy. That's true. I feel like that makes it all the more impressive.
0: Yeah, that that is true, but MVP—I I don't know about that. I I don't know. Um. Like, I'm, I'm a Russell Westbrook fan. I, I can't even say that. Like, I don't know if that's Wizards, bias, John. I don't know. Um, I, I'm trying to think, will he be in my top ten in the MVP vote? I don't know. I mean, he's definitely playing great, but there's a lot of players that are playing great. So, either he makes the top ten or he, like, just misses it. But... With all of these players that are going crazy, like Steph Curry, I'm, I'm, I am I'm was rooting for Steph Curry to win MVP, but I don't see it. I mean, to go to, it is, what, a 10th seed right now? Yeah. And, you know, Russ did win an MVP as a 6th seed, but that was still a playoff for sure, contended with the playing tournament. There, I, I believe in go to stay, but there's no promises. Joel Embiid has also been going off. Averaging basically thirty and eleven, and Philly is the second seed in the East. But there's a there's a difference between my pick for MVP and everybody else. My pick for MVP is averaging nearly a twenty-seven point triple double, and he hasn't missed any games. Denver, the Denver Nuggets, Nikola Jokic. I I I love everybody else, but they've missed so many games. Nikola Jokic has been going off all season. He hasn't missed a single game. Denver's fourth in the West, which is one of the toughest conferences in sports. So I I, I have to go with Jokic. Again, like Steph, Steph has definitely... I'm not even going to say Steph proved himself because Steph didn't need to prove himself. It was basically a bunch of casuals that were calling him out for it, but Steph has been playing great. Chris Paul definitely deserves to be in the conversation because... He took the Phoenix Suns and took them to the second seed and clinching the playoffs for the first time in a while. I think what twenty fourteen or something like that? 10? If okay, yeah, twenty ten. So yeah, eleven years. So Chris Paul deserves to be in the conversation, but I, I gotta give it to the Joker.
1: Give me the Joker all day and tomorrow. That like you said, that man he hasn't missed a game and he has not missed a beat. I mean, I can't think of there uh, there's any point in this season where there's been a stretch where he's not minimum putting up a triple-double. He's one of the best facilitating big men in a long time. Um and he just I mean, skin skinny joker, he dropped that weight and he just he moves with ease. That's a big man. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I saw actually this morning that Chris Paul just jumped above, uh, what's his name? Above Luca and the MP, MVP running. So I think he'll definitely end up with at least either a couple of votes or at least in the conversation. But as I, I, easily for me, I got to say, Joker.
0: Yeah, Joker has been great. He does everything well except play defense. But Every other player has something missing. So, but again, Nikola Jokic has been great. Um, With them losing Jamal Murray, they're still one of the best teams in the league. And that definitely has been a help. Like Michael Porter Jr. has been a help as well. But without Nikola Jokic, they do not have this amount of success. There is no way. And speaking of success, let's, let's talk about one of the best players to ever play the game, Dr. J. Julius Irving. Dr. J. recently released a all-time roster, two, two all-time rosters. I'm, I'm going to read them to you, and I have some concerns. First team, Oscar Robinson, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, Bill Russell, and Will Chamberlain. And on the second team, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Carl Malone, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Those are his all-time teams. Um, there's a lot of things wrong with this. Um, I love Dr. J, um, but we, we've reached a point where it's, you, you can't ask the old heads anything anymore. And that's not a knock on Dr. J. He's one of the greats, but he's so used to what he saw he doesn't want to acknowledge the present first things first michael jordan being under jerry west is a crime I'm, i don't even know what this I, I can't even comment on that uh that's just wrong that that is just flat out wrong and he mentioned that he purposefully left off LeBron James because of super teams. And Dr. J, all due respect, the 1983 Philadelphia 76ers with you, Moses Malone, Mo Cheeks, that was a super team. So for for him to leave LeBron off the all-time list for that reason, doesn't make sense to me um it's, it's it's not like LeBron hasn't been the best player in the league for nearly a decade it, it's not like LeBron hasn't been competing he's just had really good teammates I wouldn't even honestly I wouldn't even go as far as to say that Miami was a super team it was a big three Ray Allen and Mario Thomas that's not a super team to me but what what, what are y'all thoughts about his list.
1: Did he mention Kobe? No. Not at all. Wow. Cuz he cuz what from what I read from like the quotes he had from that that was it, it was a podcast I think or some kind of interview whatever it was that he said that he made that list when he was 15. He was 15 years old when he made that list and from when he was 15 to now he has been unchanged. Like, his thoughts on that team has not changed. And he's, like, standing by that list. Um, And he says that Kareem is, I think, his what he considers the best player of all time. And he says that the only way that LeBron can get on one of these two lists is if LeBron passes up Kareem when it comes to statistics. But he didn't name what exactly what statistics it was that he needed to pass him up on. He just said that he needs to be better than him.
2: I'm I'm gonna assume sports. Probably points. points, yeah.
1: But it's just like half the people on those lists were on a super team at some point in their career. Exactly.
0: Like you leave Kobe off, you leave off LeBron, you put Jerry West over Michael Jordan. I'm like, I'm 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 more mad about that than anything else. Like leaving LeBron off the year, that's that's foul. Leaving Kobe off is a crime, but putting Jerry West over Michael Jordan, how do you even? No, that's unacceptable, Doctor J. Much respect to you, but all due respect, no 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 um like let's see um between Elgin Baylor and Larry Bird um I gotta put Larry Bird over Elgin Baylor um personally um Carl Malone um I don't like Carl Malone but I mean he he does deserve to be there unfortunately um It's a terrible human being, but he deserves it. Um, Oscar Robertson, the original Mr. Triple-Double, does deserve to be in the all-time teams, but Magic Johnson is the greatest point guard of all time. So that's disrespectful to Magic, too, but not as bad as Jerry West over Michael Jordan. I'm not going to get over that. So Dr. J... All I can say is wow. Wow. Um, but let's let's move on to our next and final NBA topic. We're going to talk about our hometown teams. And those of y'all that are listening, I just want to apologize in advance because our franchises are not good teams at the moment. Um, but there there are teams we gotta we gotta rock with them, we gotta support them. So John, I'm gonna let you start off. Let's let's talk about your Washington Wizards.
2: The Wizards, you see, we started off
0: bad, right?
2: We were we started off 0-5. 0-5. You see, um, as as y'all some people don't know, I'm a team attendant for the Washington Wizards. And I was basically like the ball boy, the mop boy, the water boy, basically that we started the season on five and I thought that was it like we're not going to the playoffs we're, our head coach gonna get fired like I thought that was it and then next thing you know we started to make this turnaround like we started making a turnaround like okay like okay like okay and then we realized the reason why we had this turnaround because Russell Westbrook told the team in practice what's your role with the team? And they and the players like figured out their role with the team. I was like, why can't we learn that during preseason and training camp? <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I'm glad that we're starting to turn around now. We beat very good teams. We beat Golden State Warriors. We beat the Kings at the Kings. We beat the Lakers, I believe, twice, and we beat the Nets twice, one at their place and one at home. So I'm like, okay, hey, like well, we can we can make some progress. And now we're the team as if nobody wants to play us in the playing. Nobody wants to play us. And right now we're 10th and the seventh seed is the Heat. That's that's going to be a close contest. The Heat, yeah, they have a winning record, but they could have won some games where they should have won. I remember we played the Heat at home we lost to them by four, I believe. So I believe that's a that's a, a team that we can beat. And I won't be surprised if we beat them. So the Wizards, I'm happy for them. I, I'm happy that they're progressing. I'm glad that they proved me wrong from the beginning of the season. I'm glad they made me look like a fool. But I'm hoping the best for them. I'm hoping they can sneak into the playoffs, beat the Heat in the play-in, and then they have a chance to play against the 76ers. And I, I don't think we may beat the 76ers,
0: but I think we could get a game or two against them. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I really thought that the Wizards would be better than what they've shown. Uh when, when I found out about the John Wall for Russ Westbrook trade, I said automatically the Wizards are going to be. They're going to definitely make the playoffs. Um, there's a chance that they make the playoffs. Um, I do believe that – well, I, I'm not sure 100% about the format, but I think they can beat Miami. Um, it, it just depends on how the Miami actually plays because if the Heat play the way they've been playing now, the Wizards are definitely going to take them. Um, Russell Westbrook averaging triple-double again, Bradley Beal. He's gonna do what he do, averaging 30. Uh and then there's Rui Yachimura. Um he's been playing a lot better recently. Uh and I'm not gonna lie, um I want Cassius Winston to get more minutes. That that's just the Michigan in me. Um I'm I love Cassius. Please give Cassius Winston more minutes. I believe he should be playing more than Ish Smith, if we're really being honest. But I think they have a chance um, if they were like Indiana. Well, if they get past Indiana, is record wise, they're they're not beating the Hornets. If we know, um, no. But Damon, Damon how do you feel about the Wizards?
1: Um, Robin Lopez, and I mean, you could even make a case for like Alex Lynn. He's not the greatest, but he's a solid center when you got. Uh, Daniel Gafford, I really like Daniel Gafford. Um, how do you honestly, Danny Denny Avdija, I believe is how you pronounce it. Um, yeah, I really liked him in the games that I because I, I haven't I haven't watched a uh, a lot of Wizards games, but in the ones that I've watched, he's been. Pretty solid. And I definitely, like, based off of how the Heat and the Wizards are playing right now, I definitely think the Wizards could not only win, beat them. I I agree with you in the sense that I believe that they can at least grab a game or two against if they had to match up with the Sixers. Um Thomas Bryant is solid. Uh who else they got on this team? It's Mo Wagner. How does he play? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: that's what it was.
1: Was it the uh, Lake? He didn't sign the Lakers. Who did he just sign with?
0: No, he was originally on the Lakers, but I know he's not there now.
1: Orlando. That's where he's at. Ugh. Orlando Orlando needs all the help they can get. All right. Now we just talked
0: about Orlando needing all the help they can get. But let's talk about the, a team that now has help. They're not a good team, but they're tanking. So that doesn't count. Damon, you start this off because I, I could go about this all day. Let's talk about these Detroit Pistons.
1: The Detroit Pistons. Um, This team definitely surprised me on the second half of the season. Um, I thought this, going into the season, I thought this team was going to be even worse than they are right now. Um, And I definitely didn't know where they were going when they traded, um, when they got rid of Rose, Blake Griffin faked, Uh, he did, he pulled a, um, he pulled, I I can't think of his name, but he faked out and, you know, he disappeared. Um, I, I really like Mason Plumlee. I was really excited when they drafted him. He's not, he's not a stud, but he'll go get you about, I think he's almost averaging a double double right now. Um, but I think I really got excited when they draft, when they traded for Diallo that was one of my favorite Thunder players. But him, Jeremy Grant is huge. I Once again, another Thunder boy. Um, he's been a huge, huge step up for them. But their rookies are starting to come through. Um, Sadiq Bey playing great. I was kind of on the fence about Killian Hayes. He's starting to play better. Um, Josh Jackson? Question mark? Uh, <laughs> I liked him coming out of the draft, but I was like, I didn't really know whether to take him seriously or not. But I mean, he's showing that if you give him the opportunity, that he can play. Um, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can kind of pick up from there.
0: I'm gonna say this right here and right now: the Pistons have the best young core in the league, and I'm, I mean that. I mean, Saban Lee, when he's given time, he's been playing great. Sadiq Bey, he's one of the best rookies in the class. Isaiah Stewart has also been great as well. Josh Jackson, uh, Damon, literally just talked about. But another player I want to talk about that who I did not expect anything from is Frank Jackson. I don't know where <laughs> Frank Jackson came from. But the Pistons need to keep him. Like, I, I was just at the game where they played uh, – Atlanta and I think he had about maybe 22 and the the biggest the biggest thing I think about is just when I see Frank Jackson like okay he maybe he's what like 6'3 but he looks like he's six feet when he's on the court this man Killian Hayes threw Frank Jackson alive and he threw it down I actually jumped out of my seat. I'm not even going to lie. Um, then near the end of the game, he tried to murder Clint Capello on a poster, and it didn't fall, and it was this close. But the Pistons, I have defended this team when they've been at their worst. Um, we are in the faith for K-Campaign. So I can't hate on them losing. I, it actually makes me happy when they lose. Now, I do want them to win at least 20 games just so I can feel good. But right now, we're doing pretty good. Um, if we can get um Kay Cunningham or Jalen Suggs, I will be very, very happy. Killing a Hayes, I really didn't believe in him much either. But at this point, I don't need Killing Hayes to score. Like Last night, he had two points, but he had 11 assists. Killing – just, just keep doing what you're doing. I want him to be a little more aggressive when it comes to trying to actually score. But I'm not going to be mad if he doesn't score, if he's passing the ball like he is. Jeremy Grant is the MVP of the team. I I didn't think he was going to be this good. But I, I honestly still kind of believe he was robbed of an all-star selection. Um, if not, he was right there, like right, right there. I think that he could have taken Vucevic's spot um definitely has been cr- playing incredible um i was upset about roles getting traded um but dennis smith junior when he's played he's been better than i thought he would be um he's just hurt right now um i'm not even going to talk about Flake griffin cuz I, I know i i i've spoke i've said my piece on twitter i'm i'm not even actually you know what i'm going to go there i'm going to go there it don't matter how much money you make. If you get paid bread to play ball, just do it. That <laughs> this man literally flaked for two seasons, to the point where the entire NBA thought the man was done. We thought he was garbage. You thought he was washed. Like he was getting outscored by Tobias Harris, which was funny because we traded Tobias Harris for Blake Griffin, which was a mistake. Um, then he goes to Brooklyn, and the first thing he does is dunk the ball. So we thinking, like, okay, well, that that was kind of a shot to us, but it don't really matter. Like, he that was just one dunk. Next game again, plays the Pistons, and he drops like 16. He threw down a, I don't know, a live from James Harden. He's staring down the Pistons bench. He's trying to get into it with Isaiah Stewart and Sadiq Bey. Isaiah Stewart. Should have just knocked him out. Like, I wish he would have elbowed him harder. I wish he would have just given that Metal World piece to James Harden elbow. He deserves it. I hate Blake Griffin now. Um, I could really speak all day long about Blake. Oh, yeah, Jalen has finally joined. Um, Jalen, bro, I said this before we actually started, but I just want to say congratulations again, man. You deserve that graduation. Is good, bro. But um,
3: good looking, bro.
0: Jalen, now that you're on, I want to hear your thoughts on the Pistons. Okay.
3: Um, is it a specific question, or just like on the Pistons as a whole? As a whole. Um, I actually enjoy watching them. I watch every game they play. Uh, I feel like I don't want to make a reach here, but i give it one to two, maybe three at the most to we're, like, in contention because only you got to look at who we got, man. You got Killian. I'm not a fan of him yet, but I'm, I'm starting to get sold on him. Uh, Killian, you got Saban Lee. Frank Jackson might not be here because he's getting his stock up out of here. Um, we just got a young core, bro. And Jeremy Grant, I pray we don't trade him. Yeah. Um, I like the Pistons though, and we're gonna get a lottery pick this year. I don't know what we're gonna get, but yeah, I like the Pistons. They're fun to watch. Win or lose, it's always fun watching them play. Hey, uh Jalen, a follow-up question, because
0: I talked about him a little bit, but I know like me and you, like we've been we've been just going off on Twitter, bro. Let's talk. I, I want to hear your thoughts about Flake Griffin.
3: Um, he needs to be drug tested. He needs to uh be drug tested immediately um because he's he's dunking like me and it is just not working right now. Uh I like Blake over there, man. Do you like him over there? No, you don't like him in Brooklyn? I mean, I like the
0: fit, but I just can't respect Blake off the way he went about it. Like it was worse than Harden's, cause at least the Harden case. With those few games he did play for Houston, he averaged like twenty five on like forty four percent shooting. Blake was averaging twelve on like thirty. Uh-huh. I, I can't respect that. I'm sorry, I, I just
3: can't. You got a single man like Blake us. Griffin left our team. No, that's unacceptable. <clears throat> when he left for our team, our team got much faster, bro. In Brooklyn, though, we playing in high school, right? And our team sucks. I transfer like the I hate to use this. I leave Southfield and go to Cass Tech, right? We start balling. I'm gonna start playing for real because we actually playing for something. <laughs> and Blake is just one of the dudes, and he didn't and he doesn't like us, bro. He doesn't like Detroit. I don't care. Nobody says he hates us. I truly think that. That's just my opinion on it.
0: I have no idea why, though. Like, we gave him everything he wanted. He had his best season in Detroit. Like, bro, Drummond gave us a thank you. Like, Drummond even gave a thank you to Cleveland. And we couldn't get one from Blake. Nah, I, I, I can't respect him. So, Brooklyn-wise, I, I, I cannot I, – I don't want them to win the title just because I don't want Blake to win a ring now. But, John, what, what, do you, what do you think about the Pistons, being an outsider? I believe the
2: Pistons, they have a lot of progress. Um, they should center the team around um, Jeremy Grant. He's currently averaging 22.5 points per game, also averaging um, 85% from the free throw line, and also um, have a total uh, field goal percentage of uh, near 50%. So I believe they should center – team around him. Uh, Killian Hayes, uh, I like that um, he's like more of a passive player, but I think he should attack more to the baskets, should score more. Uh, Sadiq Bey, he also has a lot of promise, and he's also from the DMV, went to sit well from his high school, so I expect uh, a lot more things from him, and as and as you can see, he's stepping up more into um, the pivotal role of the team, and I believe um, his role should be equivalent to Jeremy Grant, and I think the Pistons next year is going to progress uh, from being last in the Eastern Conference to
0: at least, like, 10th or 11th next year. Definitely agree. Um, I hope that we can get an AFC, but I don't see it happening. Um, We have the pieces to try to make it happen, but I don't see it. But... That that's what we that that's gonna be NBA wise. Before we move to the WNBA, I got a couple really hot wrestling topics that I want to cover. The second one is gonna be something else. So the first one is gonna be, who do we think should be future champions in AEW? Because we haven't really talked about AEW too much, but I just want to start off and say, give Jay Cargill every single championship. I, I don't care. Like if, even if she got a don't even give her a tax partner. just give her the tag titles, make her the women's champion. Let her beat Kenny Omega. I don't care. Like, bruh. I don't Jay Cargill is legit. She she's a real one, bro. Like, I don't like Kenny Omega, honestly, but I'm I'm gonna get into that later. But just Jay Cargill has to be the women's champion at some point. She has to. But who, who who would y'all want to see as women's champion from that current roster?
1: Uh, I can go first. Um, mm-hmm. The first one for me, I don't know what it is about her, but Chris Stratlander Stratlander is like really unique, and her moveset is oh, yeah. very interesting for for a woman. And I I don't know, I can really get behind her and her character, and I think that. Because obviously, because honestly, the AEW's women's roster isn't that strong. They're pretty young, but I think that she can make a difference in the long term if they build her up the right way.
3: Yeah, y'all got this one. Men's, I
2: would say Britt Baker. Uh, Britt Baker, she's currently eight of one. Uh, I believe she should be at the top of the women's division, uh, going up against a. Akasu uh, Shida. So I think Britt Baker should be
0: uh the champion right now. Yeah, I, I mean I think Britt Baker will have it, but I want Jade eventually. <laughs> but let's see. Who tag team champions? Um anybody but the young Bucks. Honestly. Um, I'm okay. I'm gonna talk why I don't like Canadian Young Bucks for real. So, my issue with them isn't they wrestling. Like, well, it's part of it because they kind of do the same things in every single match, no matter what. And it's like it's all the exact same. Like Canadian Destroyer, super kick, Canadian Destroyer, super kick. I'm tired of seeing that. And. Jay like I know Jalen gonna say something about this cause about my uh my bias towards Roman, but Kenny Omega cannot talk to save his life. Like he can't he can't <laughs> he can't I've had it with you. <laughs> I I just hearing Kenny Omega cut up promo, like I know it's not scripted, so it's uh it's better than Roman's, but it's not that good. Like it's it's not. Um I, I just can't support Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. It, it just kind of all the exact same.
3: Hold up. <laughs> all right, bro. Um, I've had it with you. Uh Kenny can't talk. Yes. I'll give you that. He can't talk. Okay, I'll give you that. But Roman can't wrestle. Roman's at, Roman's over two. You think Kenny can? You think Roman can beat Kenny? I mean, like, of course not. Like, I'm not saying Kenny yeah, can't wrestle. Like,
0: I'm just saying, like, Kenny. We everybody says Kenny is the best wrestler of all time. <laughs> the Best wrestler in the world. I don't believe that. I, I, I'm sorry. He's he's a good wrestler, but he's not that great.
3: Yeah. Okay. Um, That's fair. I'll give you that. The Kenny Omega hype was ruined by by wrestling fans. Um, yeah. Kenny Omega, like, he, he he's that dude. But when he was in free, eight wrestling fans ruined it because they had him, like, this is the next, you know, Jericho. This is the next the top guy. All this, you know, stuff, whatever. So I'll get, I'll back off you. I'll let you have it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but back, back to the tag team division. They got a lot of tag teams. Um, I don't know, man. Really, I just want the Young Bucks to lose them. That that's that's just me. I, I can't really pick personally, but uh Damon, what you think about the tag team division?
1: Uh tag team wise, there's two that come to mind. Um a team that's really exciting to watch is Private Party. Um this whole like angle with Matt Hardy with them is like it to me at first it sounded really weird, but like they're making it work, but I think the other one that comes to mind, just like off of pure wrestling alone, is uh Santana and Ortiz of the Inner Circle. I love watching their matches, um, their moveset together is just like so smooth. Uh, John, um, for the tag team, uh,
2: I would have to say the team of uh, Christopher Daniels and Freaking Kazarian, uh, they've been a the tag team for a very long time. From TNA and uh, I believe that they are undefeated 11-0 in AEW so I mean why not give them a shot I believe they if they become the champions in the tag team division defeat the Young Bucks I
0: believe they will have a decent run. As a matter of fact I think they were the first to win them I think yeah they were so I mean I, I could see them having a second run right? but Speaking of somebody, let's talk about somebody who needs just a run in general. Um, Ricky Starks should win the TNT Championship and never lose it. Uh, Rick Ricky Starks is my favorite wrestler. At AEW. Um, he he just something about him like it just gives me like con- like he gives me like vibes of like a modern day version of the Rock a little bit. Um. He has the best entrance music and entrance in wrestling right now i'm sorry it, it's it's just that great he can do a lot of things in the ring uh that match he just had with hangman hey was great um i think he should be darby and then just turn face get away from team taz because i think that's holding him back from being what he should be um Like, I know they're going in that direction with Brian Cage, but I think Ricky Starks should be the one who's defecting because, I mean, Ricky Starks is just that dude, man. And Darby, I have mixed thoughts about Darby Allen too. He's a great wrestler and all, but I'm sick and tired of seeing roll-ups. As somebody who watches Raw, unfortunately, we gonna get into that later, but there's a lot of roll ups, and seeing Darby defend his title and winning with the roll up every time pisses me off. So, it's it's been a good run, but I think Ricky needs to be the one to take it from. Uh, Damon, what you think about the ZNC title?
1: Um, I'm glad they put it. I'm glad they created it because they've signed so many people that it would be impossible to. Try to fit everybody into the championship um, kind of run, um, but TNT wise, I kind of agree. I agree with Ricky Starks, but I I want to. I'm I'm like a huge Death Triangle um, fan. Like I want to see I want to see Phoenix take the TNT, and then I want to see either Penta or Pac take the um, the actual aew championship their matches are always so exciting and they're all like incredible wrestlers and i i just want i just want them to finally get some kind of run in some in some degree
2: all right uh john um i believe uh ricky starks can win the tnt title but uh two wrestlers uh, i would say can win the tnt title can be uh Orange Cassidy or Muro, uh, I, I mean Orange, Orange Cassidy. I mean he 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 almost beat Cody Rhodes for the TNT Championship. But you know I, I think uh, you know Orange Cassidy can be pushed to the TNT, and uh, wouldn't be a bad idea. And he's also one of the most popular wrestlers in the world, so. If we put Orange Cassie over,
0: the fans are gonna like him. And Miro. Yeah, I'm I hikey just thought like, what if they did Miro versus Darby Allen? Like what if like you just they just let Miro just throw Darby Allen everywhere? That that would be the funniest. And most brutal thing I've ever seen, Like that would be hilarious. But I want I want Miro to win something eventually. But the title I want him to win isn't the TNT title. It's this title. But this is Miro's not the guy I want to win immediately. The next AEW champion better be Hangman Page. Like, I'm I'm gonna be completely honest when I said this is gonna be my controversial take of the day. With all the build up and everything that they done for Hangman and Kenny, if we get to whatever show they a get they match in and they have Kenny Omega win, that is going to be the end of AEW. Like there the way they have been building Hangman, they told us like, hey, hangman is the guy, hangman is the guy. I don't know anybody who don't like like Heyman Page at this point. He is over like Rover, um and he, he has to be like, because been, everybody's been saying, oh, well, Heyman Page is going to be the first one to kick out the one-wing angel. If they don't do that, the company is going, everybody is going to just completely turn on AEW. Because that is, that might be the worst, that would be worse than The Fiend versus uh, Seth as a hell in a cell, straight up. I'm sorry. But, John, who,
3: who, who do you think should be
0: the AEW champ?
2: Who do I think is going to be AEW champ? Uh, ooh. I, I do not know. I really do not know. Um, I wouldn't mind. Uh, Hangman Page winning the title. Uh, I believe there has to be something new. There's no way Kenny Omega can hold the AEW title, and then TNA, and then trying to go back and forth, and then just, that's just weird. Like, no way you can like, have like a uh, joint promotion with TNA, but put Kenny Omega as his top champion, and just, just allow him to, to continue to dominate. That's like some WCW writing. Like, no. If you go to promote TNA as a joint promotion with AEW, you might as well allow TNA to like succeed itself and also like have a mixture with AEW, but also put TNA over sometimes a legit promotion that's coming back from all the financial stuff with Dixie Carter and then the other guy I forgot. But yeah.
0: Yeah, we 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 for sure got to talk about TNA next week because it, that's it's bad next week. But Damon, who who would you want to see as the AEW champion?
1: Um, I have to say the Murder Hawk, Lance Archer. Um, he he's been a powerhouse. I remember when I when he came back to kind of be in the division when he was in New Japan. When when I first saw his match with. Uh, Will Ospreay in the G one like I was like oh this dude is legit and when he got that immediate push in AEW like I thought I thought they were gonna get gonna get him a run sooner with that match against uh, Moxley but I wouldn't be I would not be mad if he if he won
3: yeah
0: i i definitely agree with that now that you ka mentioned it uh jalen you got any, you got anybody in
3: mind oh no you got it <laughs> uh lance Archer, i liked i like that pick uh Damon, i like that pick a lot can y'all p- put me hip Is christian did he wrestle yet yeah man or they just had his build up thing or did he not wrestle nah, he yet? yeah he wrestled he uh
0: he he had a match with uh what's his face uh Kazarian, and then uh I think he had one like Will Hobbs a couple weeks ago. That was a, that was beautiful, bro.
3: Like Christian. Well, I'm biased fighting. to Christian because I, I wanted Christian to get a run in WWE as like a Intercontinental U.S. Champion because the plan was to have him and Edge be champions. That's what I thought was going to happen. But I'm going to go with Christian because I, I don't think he has that much time left. Not saying he's going to be a long run, but I just want to see him win one time. Because he did all of it to come back. And then WWE didn't sign him or whatever happened. So I'm gonna go with Christian for now.
0: Bro, that hike he just kinda pissed me off because now I just realized like we could have had Edge just a universal champion and Christian is AEW champion, possibly at the same time.
3: Oh my god. Uh-huh. And he and he used his TNA theme too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he sure do. Yeah, they, they used that TNA theme. <sighs> They really
0: fumbled that shit at WrestleMania, bro. Um, it was right there, bro. But in regards to WWE, our our final wrestling topic is what makes Monday Night Raw so bad. The short answer is everything, but it's a lot of shit that goes on on this show that shouldn't happen. And I'm not gonna start because if I start, I'm not gonna stop. So, Jalen, you you can start this off. What 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 are all of the issues with RAW?
3: It man, is just poorly ran. The, the <laughs> I don't know who does PR back there, or you know the the tweets are bad. The show is yeah. bad. I don't like co- the commentary. Commentary hasn't been good in WWE in a long time, bro. Um, I, I'm not really a fan. Like, I think the hurt, like when they had the hurt business together on raw, it was flowing for me, my black bias, but once they did that and broke them up, it was kind of like, okay, do that. Like, that's not, it's just the roster doesn't catch my attention, bro. Like, I just feel like ever since like they stopped doing like the WWE drafts and stuff like that, like everything is the rosters aren't put together well. Cause like I think, who's give me an example? Who's on Raw right now? You got a uh, McIntyre, right? You got Bobby's. He on yeah. Raw still. You got Bob. Give me somebody that's like, where's Seth at? Is he a SmackDown yeah. now? Yeah, he is. Okay, so you know how back in the day you had superstars who matched the show they were on. Exactly, if that made yeah. sense. Like John Cena was never gonna leave Raw. Like, that was like, it's just, they don't have any, like, A-list superstars on Raw that you just, like, you watch it you're tuned into, and just some of the matches just suck, man. Like, I I, I watched SmackDown yesterday, and I had way more fun watching Raw. I mean, SmackDown and watching Raw, even though that wasn't the best, but I just, the PR and the marketing just sucks for Raw, bro. Maybe that's my maybe that's my college way of saying it, you know, being all you know, marketing the PR crap. But it sucks. They don't know how to run a show anymore, and I blame. Who's the head of Raw? Is it Triple H? No, he's NXT. Bruce. Pritchard. Who is, um? Who's Raw? Bruce Pritchard? Yeah, bro. I, I'm just not a fan. <laughs> I'm not to him, bro. Oh my! Like Raw God. is is poorly ran. You can just tell it's just put together, bro. I'm going to stop, though, because I'm about to get pissed off.
0: Man, no, nah, go so. for it. let
3: <laughs> <Duh.
0: laughs> All right, let me, let me, I'm going to talk about Raw for a minute, man. Um, First things first, Bruce Prichard needs to be fired immediately. Um, them firing Paul Heyman was legit, like, the worst decision they could have made. Um, when Paul Heyman was running Raw, it was actually watchable. Like the only reason I watch Raw, like as a basketball and wrestling podcaster, now I gotta watch the material so I know what I'm talking about. Raw is so bad, like, I'm matter of fact, I'm gonna rank all of the wrestling shows I can think of offhand uh, SmackDown, AEW, mm-hmm. uh, NXT, TNA. And then raw. That's how bad raw. Like raw is so bad. It's worse than TNA. That that is that no, that's ridiculous. Cause TNA don't even have bread to put on good shows that much. And it's still better than Raw. Um, the amount of roll-ups and disqualification finishes that they do is it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like we shouldn't have to beg for a clean finish. Like I don't know why they choose to do that, but it's ridiculous. Like, and then the storylines are stupid too. Like this whole thing with um, uh, shoot, what's their names? Uh, Mason and Teabag or whatever they called. So they take the mask off, and we thinking, okay, well, I guess it's back to Dio Madden and Dominic Dijakovic. And then the next week, it's still Mason and T-Bag. and now they got face paint. Like, okay, I'm going to be, well, Dion Madden's not that good of a name. Like, it's, it's not his real name. I don't, so they can honestly just keep him as mace, like, give him, like, a new, actually good, decent mask. But Dominic Dajakovic should be Dominic Dajakovic. I'm sorry. No. That, this whole thing with Nia Jax falling everywhere is stupid. Um, The Hurt Business breaking up, bro. That was the most anti-Black thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Well besides that the Nigerian drum fight bullshit or whatever that was supposed to be but <sighs> Bruce Prichard got to go straight up um Raw is never been this bad like when I like I remember like when I first started watching Raw, wrestling like people said the show was bad to the point where like people were chanting TNA in the crowd but it <sighs> I don't get it, bro. Like, I really feel like they wouldn't be doing this if they had crowds. But that, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just stop before I keep going. So, uh, John, would would, talk talk to me about Raw. (laughs) I
2: haven't been paying attention
0: to Raw, but
2: there's like nothing on that show that, like, gets my attention that makes me want to watch it. They changed the commentary team, they dropped Samoa Joe to a guy that never commented on wrestling before. I was like, what, what are we doing? Like, I, that doesn't gain my attention to just watch the show. Like, the only exciting thing on the show is a potential Randy Orton and Matt Riddle pairing. Because Matt Riddle, he he automatically, you know, he makes me laugh because he's just so high all the goddamn time. But there's nothing on the show that just grabs my attention. Like... Oh, <laughs> like, oh, wow, like, oh, let me watch this. I mean, the main event was, like, that doesn't grab my attention. Braun Strowman had his run, like, but it's like, can we get something? Can we get something stable
0: and interesting? <sighs> You know what? That just reminded me of something that happened Monday. So I guess it was like Miz TV again, which they need to just stop doing, bro, because I'm, I'm sick and tired of seeing Miz talking. And I guess Damien Priest and The New Day and Elias and Mr. Maga came out and they were all talking. And then all of a sudden, these motherfuckers grabbed tomatoes and had a food fight. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> they had a food fight out of no like. First of all, a random bag of tomatoes is just sitting there. What what were they for? Why did they even have them?
1: <laughs> this show was just bad.
0: But da- Damon, you 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 can take the reins from there.
1: <laughs> it was crazy. Is. I, I used to really like Miz TV because it was like it didn't happen that often. So it was like whenever it did come on, it was like, oh, this is about to be. It's, it was usually for like a big feud, whether it was men's or women's. Like you knew it was something special. But like they like you said, they do it all the time. And I think what really irritates me about Raw is they have decent younger talent. Or not even necessarily younger, but good talent on their roster. They just don't use them at all. Or if they use them, they just kind of get squashed. First of all, I do want to say on record that I hate Braun Strowman. There is nothing about his character that excites me. I, the last time I even somewhat took his character seriously was when they first introduced him with the Wyatt family. Ever since then, he's just been the big guy that kind of runs around and pushes stuff over. But, like, you never actually know whether he's good or not because he just kind of beats everybody up. But he doesn't have enough skills to actually be a full-fledged champion. SmackDown has been the better roster since 2016. I I don't think I've watched I don't, I haven't enjoyed Raw since Paul Heyman was in charge and the whole the t- <laughs> the tea bag and 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 whatever the other dude's name I like they really were like oh retribution is over but they're keeping their names and now Mustafa Ali is just kind of like there or but. His mission is still the same. Now he just doesn't have any followers. I'm I'm really hoping that they do something with Damian Priest because I really like him. I liked him in Ring of Honor, and I think he can be. And they handle the Fiend so poorly. Like he really could have been like this anomaly, but putting him on TV every week or every other week kind of takes away from his character. Because it's like not, it doesn't seem like special anymore. Like when he would just pop up and like attack random legends and you wouldn't see him for like three weeks. Also, did you hear the racist way that they explain why AJ Styles and Amos were gone? Why they haven't been back yet? They said so so the real reason they haven't been on TV is because they've been working with Amos to make sure like he's not as green in the ring. They've been working on his wrestling. But they television wise, they asked why they haven't been back and AJ Styles said they've been doing a bunch of partying in Nigeria, so they haven't they they haven't stopped partying in Nigeria yet.
0: Please tell me you're joking. Please please tell me this is a joke. Please tell I me this swear is a to joke.
1: God. I, I, wish, I wish I was lying, bro. They said we are partying in Nigeria.
0: <sighs> they told him they actually told him to say that. They actually. With old chest. Bro, why is Bruce Pritchard in charge of this show? See, bro, cause not now. I just thought a whole bunch of stuff, bro. They break up the hurt business for God knows why, and then you thinking like, oh well, they might do something with uh, Cedric and Shelton, and they just jobbing. Like you know, I'm like I'm I'm not gonna like I'm I'm behind RK, bro, but that's not the team you should be using to build up this. No, like then these roll-ups and these disqualification finishes like i'm it's this uh i watch uh what culture wrestling's videos and like they they have like they straight up have a counter of just how many times they do certain things like throughout the year and i think the distraction and encounters up to like 52 just in 2021 disqualification finishes is like 30 and like bro this and this whole thing with Braun Strowman, like I like Drew McIntyre and everything, but it's basically the same every single time. It's either he comes out, cuts this promo about his past, and then claim and either kick either kicks Drew McIntyre or some random random jobber in the head, or somebody gets disqualified. He comes out and then it's a tag team match, and then they do another disqualification. I don't, I don't get it, but I I don't,
3: I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry for you. I just got to say, Braun Strowman is the worst. Like, I don't know. I see Damon, see, I should have been friends with him before you, but they, Damon has some, Damon has some good takes. But, like, like you said, like, the matches stink. And, like, Braun Strowman, like, I just don't see his – what is he here for? Like, the great Khali was better than him. Like, Braun Strowman is just here to be here. Like, I never understood – I like his intro. I like his theme. I'm not going to lie. But I just don't see, like, what he brings to the table. Like, he's supposed to be this big dude. And him being the last entrant or entry into the Rumble – like four months ago, three months ago was the biggest disappointment I've had in like years. Like, I, I just don't. He's useless, man. I'm sorry I, if he's if he ever hears this, you're useless. Like, I he he's I don't like him, dude. He's not good at all. He's just big. He's like one of the worst big men I've seen in my twenty-two years of living.
1: And what's crazy, I think, what makes it worse is that his finisher is like the most basic, like just throw him over the shoulder and just drop him. Like people, you like any, everybody uses that move. So it's like it's nothing that makes his special. Like I liked it when his finisher was like that. Like so, basically, his when he was doing a submission, it was way better. But now he's just doing this kind of shoulder drop that. Everybody does. That's a basic move, bro.
3: Like, I don't know if I remember Batista. He had a spine buster. But Batista would do that move sometimes before he did the spine buster. Mm -hmm. Like that, you know, start from the turnbuckle and, you know, drag. That move is so 2005, man. Fire Braun Strowman. I'll release myself, bro. But... I'm serious, dude. i has been I'm in sick purgatory of for years. Hey,
1: yeah, they should have never turned him face. What I don't know <laughs> yeah, that faith, uh, was I think what killed it because like there's no reason like this big monster presenting dude should be spinning around. Everybody's counting, and now he's just running circles around the ring like he's bro, like, that just like a train. Me.
0: Speaking of that train, bro. So. I don't know when they did this or why they did this, but apparently like when he go out the ring and he do that little thing when he about to run around the ring, hit somebody. They added train noises. They straight up play train noises. I why was that a constant? Who's, whose idea was that? I, I just if if this was your idea and you're listening, you need to lose your job immediately. That that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. How am I supposed to take this dude seriously <laughs> if when he's getting ready to run around the ring, I hear Thomas the Train music coming on and you keep it playing while he's shoulder tackling? dude? No, but honestly, the biggest problem with Raw besides Bruce Pritchard is the fact that it's three hours long. That's that's just like getting, getting through the first hour of Raw is already bad. But then you, then you get to the second, you're like, all right, it's enough. But then it's a whole nother hour. Like, because I, I went to Raw when it was in Atlanta a couple of years ago. And, by, like, I used to enjoy going to Raw. Like, I used to go to shows all the time as a kid. When I tell you, I got bored within, like, an hour and a half because it was, like, it was, like, when they were using Leo Rush as this this thing that just gets put thrown around like he actually wasn't a great wrestler and like they had that team with ricochet and alistair black that did not make any sense whatsoever um they need to they need to cut it down i'm sorry like raw should not be the length of a pay-per-view like raw is not good like they like i remember like Jalen was talking about it like Raw is painted as the flagship show, like their best show, but they don't have a good roster. Like everybody is on SmackDown. They got Seth Rollins, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan. I'm not gonna say that name because I'm I'm not trying to trigger Jalen again, but he he know who I'm talking about. But they have a roster like when it comes to Raw is Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and who else? Like, even the women's division on Raw is garbage. Like, how do you have Rhea Ripley, Asuka, Charlotte Flair, Naomi, Shayna Baszler? Matter of fact, bro, break up that team. Break up Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Send Nia Jax to the performance center because she'd be hurting everybody. Uh, I don't understand why Reginald is with Uh He, he just – I mean, I, I guess it works because Nia Jax is – Samoan and black, I, I don't know, but break that team up. Um, let Shayna Baszler do something on her own. But smackdown is just way better in every single aspect. Like the tag team division in WWE sucks anyway.
3: Smackdown, at least we been see the for champion Like, five
0: for like years. I know like they're trying to get uh almost better smackdown in the ring, better. but like we ain't seen like a video or a promo or nothing since WrestleMania. And it's been what, like three, four weeks. Honestly. Like, I don't Raw is just not a good show. Um, that's the nice way of putting it. Um there are some things that definitely need to change. Um most of that is from management. Uh Bruce Pritchard should be banned from wrestling in general. Um I mean I, I I know him as brother love and he was just this red dude from the eighties and that that's what I know him for. Like now I gotta think of him as the dude who single handedly has ruined raw. Kevin Dunn gotta get fired because he he basically like he didn't want to push Asuka because she couldn't speak English and then he, he did released, that once Billy Kay and Peyton Royce Hey, hey, no, that
3: song was really like hilarious, but like, Raw got all the uh, what's the one I'm looking for, bro? Um, oh my gosh, come on, Jalen. Everybody on Raw is stiff, and if that's, that's a good word to prove that's it, facts. everybody on there is stiff, everybody on SmackDown is an energetic. The, you got the Messiah, you got all of them on there. You got is Bianca on SmackDown, right? Yeah, like I got mm-hmm. all the energetic people, and like back in the day, it was always a mixture. Like you had, you got John Cena on Raw, but you had Undertaker on SmackDown or something. It was always like a each show had a storyline that could drag the show out for two or three hours. But on Raw, you got Bobby. Like you said, you got Bobby Drew. It's just people. They don't. Nobody wants to see that. We're older now too, so it may not be the same for us, but. It's just like yeah. SmackDown has all the people on it, and it, I think when Becky comes back, isn't she gonna be on SmackDown? No, nah, she probably no nah, she probably gonna
1: they, be. On. It, they can't afford to not put
0: her on Raw right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> I will hope because the thing about it, like SmackDown bringing in the most, like SmackDown got the most bread right now. Like we're talking Fox versus the USA Network. Like it's Fox. Versus the USA Network. So I think, like, nah, they, they will put Becky on Raw because, I mean, what if they put Becky on SmackDown, it will low key kill it. Not in, but just because, like, they'd immediately put her in the title picture. Mm-hmm. And if Becky Lynch beats Bianca Belair, I'm a riot. I will quit watching wrestling for the rest of my life. I will, I will, nah.
3: Like, SmackDown so. should have the money, though, I think, because. Like, I don't know, like back in the day, and I'll keep saying that because I feel old, but they used to come on regular TV. Like, they get way more views on Fox because Fox, you don't have to have cable to watch SmackDown. It may not seem like a big deal, yeah. but SmackDown has always been on regular TV, except for that little period of time they had. And they just got better. It's got better wrestlers, bro. I Raw makes me cringe. I, I'm... I'd rather watch old TNA videos, bro.
1: And I think what makes, what also helps with Fox was like, because I know when they first signed with um, Fox, they told them they wanted more like sports-based or like uh, more action-packed stuff. So they were kind of had a, advantage to because honestly like kind of like what you were saying like the difference between raw and smackdown is smackdown seems to be more wrestling based and raw is more i'm gonna create a full story and then okay we'll give you the match at a pay-per-view but this is just gonna be all story for all build-up and they barely if, if raw
0: just, like they barely raw just the
1: did more match, right i was like if raw just had like more genuine matches like some of them like they wouldn't even need to have a story like if you just put two towns people in the ring they're gonna create a good match like that would make it more bearable for three hours but it's just you get three hours of crappy storylines and squash matches Like, and it's just it's so frustrating why and why not just pair Nia Jax with Tamina like family-wise like that and size-wise that would make more sense yeah. why yeah. shana Baszler? he can actually wrestle
0: exactly but damn i know like i know you talked about a little bit earlier but the way they just handled bray Wyatt, like since the fiend came like that match with finn Balor, i mean it did what it needed to do then we get to hell in a cell i like i said in that moment okay there the, the entire character is done like people still like say like no nah, there's no way but when he beats Seth nobody cared and then he has like the title for like a month and a half and he loses it in Saudi Arabia to Goldberg from a suplex then after that I don't even know what he did after like right afterwards Oh, well, like, I mean, oh, yeah, well, he did, like, had a feud with Daniel Bryan. It was pretty good. But then he lost to Goldberg, and then he went back to Raw, and stuff just got bad. Then the whole thing with Randy Orton happened, and then Alexa Bliss becomes involved in the picture, and then WrestleMania happened, and then all of a sudden, Alexa Bliss' gimmick is that she stole The Fiend's gimmick, and it's... <sighs> They've... <laughs> Because I know, like, he had, like, I'm, I've heard he has creative control, but there is no way he actually allowed this to happen. The, I, I refuse to believe that. Because this whole, like, the bliss thing with this little dog, like, no, like, I, I will legit have to hold a cross when I'm watching Raw now. Is, and it doesn't make sense. You're telling me, like, the, I guess, like, the storyline was, oh, well, she was with Bray Wyatt, but then she realized she didn't need him and that he needed her. And I'm like, but you stole his character. like where where does that make any sense What's No, no. like they I'm gonna actually get pissed off talking more about this show. So um, that's gonna do it for the wrestling aspect because I, I, I just can't do it anymore. I, I honestly can't. But our final topic, WNBA with championship predictions for the 2021 WNBA season. Uh, John, who who is your WNBA champions this year? Man,
2: all right. Um, I'm going to be biased, but I'm going to say Mystics. I think the Mystics are going to upset the Seattle Storm in the finals. Uh, The reason why is because the Mystics, they're going to have their star players back. They're going to have Tina Charles back. They're going to have Elena Deladon back. Um, And they're going to have Natasha Cloud back. Now, Emma Miesemann, she's going to, I don't know if she's going to be returning after the Olympics, Olympics, but the Mystics were pretty stacked this year. This is a pretty Not We're not only going to have like a, a new young core, but we also have my Shaihin Allen, who had a breakout season last year, who I thought should have been the most improved player of the year last year. But I think the Mystics are are going to upset the Seattle Storm, and the <laughs> Seattle Storm have higher odds of winning. But I think the Mystics are going to win. I, Jarrell, I, I know. <laughs> You a little disappointed with my prediction, but I'm going to go with the Mystics.
0: I have to offer a rebuttal to that. Um, I mean, I do like the Mystics, but how are you going to bet against the Seattle Storm, bro? Like, think about They have Jordan Canada, who is one of the better defensive point guards in the league. They have Alicia Clark, who is a pretty good, good basketball player. Lloyd. goes crazy. But you know, I just named three players who were pretty good. But you know who I'm about to talk about now? First pick in the 2016 WNBA draft from UConn, Brianna Stewart. How are you gonna bet against Brianna Stewart at any point? With everything that she has yeah. done in the WNBA, in other countries, in college, she's like Brianna Stewart is the best player in the WNBA right now. Nobody can stop her. Nobody can guard her. She has great defensive teammates. She can carry the whole offense by herself if she needs to. How can you bet against that team? Now, I I, I do agree, like, you know, they have Elena Deladon back. They have Tina Charles. That's great. But they have the best offensive player in the league and one of the better defenses. If teams in the league that they have, if they actually didn't repeat, I'll be so heartbroken. Like I'm, I'm, I'm on the Brianna Stewart train, man. That 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 woman is different.
3: <laughs> like
0: <laughs> that woman is different. I'm not gonna lie. Like if she had came back to the league, I would say that um, uh, was Minnesota's team? What's, what's their team name? I forgot. The Minnesota oh yeah, the the I would go for them because if not for Maya Moore, like I'm glad that she's doing the just, social justice thing. Like it, it needs to happen, it needs to happen. But if Maya Moore came back to the WNBA and was putting up the numbers that she was before she left, the Minnesota Lynx will be winning a title. But. That that that's me. Damon, what what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, um, I'm gonna go a different direction. I, I know I wanna start with saying that I think that the playoffs are gonna be really exciting this year. There's a lot of potential for good teams this year, but I think I'm gonna have to go and say the aces this year. <laughs> um that was a team last year that had a few players out with injury or I don't think they played they, had, they didn't have um they didn't have Kelsey Plum last year I was suspect when they lost Kayla McBride but they did manage to gain um what's her name Chelsea Gray and Rakina Williams and still with that they still got Liz Cambage one of the best centers in the league and you still got Asia Wilson I think that team has a lot of depth and they add a couple of people in the draft. I think they can seriously be a contender.
0: I agree, but what happened in the finals when those teams met? What, what, what did the Seattle storm do to those Las Vegas aces? Cause if, if, if I remember correctly, I think it was a three Oh sweep. If, if, I may be wrong. I may be wrong, but I think I remember it being a 3-0 sweep. So great team. Didn't have, wait, what, what'd you say?
3: It,
0: it didn't have Liz
1: Cambage. That's a different that's a humongous Huge difference. difference. That, that, hey, is that true. that
3: big is that that big girl, the light-skinned one? Like yeah. the yeah, six, six Braun Strowman type build. <laughs>
1: hey, I like
3: her. I follow yeah. her on Instagram. I like yeah. her. Yeah. I like her. She's <laughs> nice. <laughs> She 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 a little
1: yeah. big and tall. She nice. Mm-hmm. Her and Kelsey Plum, that's yeah. those are two big people. Because I mean, Asia Wilson had an incredible season. Like, um, they can. That's easily not. It's not. There's no three. No way they get three 0 with everybody playing. Yeah.
0: Um. I know who isn't making the finals though. It's Sparks. Um losing like, Candace Parker. Oh my god. Um rest in peace to the Los Angeles Sparks. Um I mean they they were they were decent even though they had Candace Parker but now they don't have Candace Parker.
3: They weren't even So great with I her.
0: definitely expect yeah like they were decent. They were yeah decent for sure like with with Chicago now Oh, expect them to expect them to be a problem. Expect them to be a problem. Oh yeah. Like Natasha Mack should be the happiest player in the league right now. Honestly. Um I'm just trying to think like what other teams could possibly have a chance. Because I'm 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 all for Seattle. Um Phoenix. Oh yeah, Phoenix is up there too. Do they still have uh Brittany Griner? Yep. Yeah. So yeah, they they up there too, but oh yeah, that just reminded me. Um, so the WNBA management, if you're if you're listening to this, I have a request. So simple request, but it's a request nonetheless. Please, for the love of God, bring back the Detroit Shock. Please, y'all shouldn't have even taken taking them away from us anyway. Like, our franchise turned into the Dallas Wings.
3: I'm not even mad at that. I'm I'm mad at it because I grew up watching them. Like, I went to the games, the championship games and all that. Yeah. But I'm more so mad because we, they, the Dallas, no, the Tulsa shot drafted Skylar Diggins. Oh, my
0: God.
3: And if she was, if it was here, I would have seen Skylar every week. I'm biased, <laughs> you know, right. I'm biased to the links too because Maya Moore was my girlfriend for like 10 years. You can ask my grandma, I swear. Maya Moore was like that one. I'm ta- Maya Moore is that one. And she married that dude she got in jail. You know, God bless. But yeah. Yeah, but no, I, I don't know, man. We're not getting the team here.
0: Ooh, that just reminded me of a good question. I just thought of a real good question. So with Jalen talking about some of his uh, WNBA crushes, um, I know my girlfriend's listening to this. I'm sorry in advance, but look, we, we got to talk about when our, the entire, every basketball fan's crush from about 2013 to 2014. Do y'all think the Gonzalez
3: Twins are ever going to make it to nah. the WNBA? Bro, don't you ever mention them on this show again, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Do you understand how long, like, a new Go ahead, get off, John. No, let me tell you why, all right? The first
2: time I was introduced to Gonzalez okay, Twins, easy. I was a freshman in high school. My classmate, David Bradley, who plays football at the University of Maryland, he was like, hey, you ever heard of Gonzalez Twins? I was like, "Other twins, who are they, right? So he showed me pictures of them. I was like, okay, they're cute, whatever. All right, let me sh- let me see their stats, right? Bro, They're they're role players. They're like six points per game, six, eight points per game. I was like... Okay, like, but here's the thing: my sister, my older sister, Taylor Brown, she plays overseas. She currently plays overseas in Morocco. She also played overseas in Australia, Iceland, and Luxembourg. And she's going to play in Sweden in the fall. My sister averages she averaged 18 points per game at George Mason. Her career high was 35 points, defeated Virginia Tech. I'm sorry. But like Gonzalez twins will never make the WNBA. If my sister can is is not getting any looks from any WNBA teams, averaging over averaging 18 points overseas. I'm sorry, the Gonzalez twins cannot make the WNBA. I'm sorry. I don't know
3: how these. IG basketball you, are man, preach. Like, I don't know how these
2: IG basketball models are getting all this attention and all this clout. Like I'm I'm sorry, but.
3: If my sister can average 18, man, I was so disappointed. You, hey, I'm not, and see, I can't say this on this show. I'll say this after the show. Those are the two girls that played basketball. If you catch my drift, if you catch where I'm going with this, they were the two finest girls in basketball that we had a chance with that, you know, that were girls. Like, that were, you know, like, they were, he, okay, Damon gets where I'm going with this. So, they were just, like, they sucked. Like, even if you look at the stats, like, back when we, like, were in high school, they sucked. Like, they were, like, third options, bro, like. And one wasn't even good. I forgot which one it was. I don't know if it was Dakota, which one. Yeah, Dylan was, like, Dylan was good, good,
1: man. It was Dylan. Dylan averaged 1.1 1. 1 per game. At, at Kansas and Dakota average Yeah, oh like 4.
3: dude, I got my friend Deja Church is better than them. I'm real Jer- 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 might know her. Oh yeah, she J- Deja Deja. Yeah, the De- 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 Church. Yeah, Deja Deja better than them. Yeah. Even the twins who went uh the twins who went to Minnesota were her with uh, Minnesota and stuff. I just feel like they weren't good, but Instagram. John's over there red, man. Instagram made them uh, (laughs) Instagram made them famous. And then like it's only, how many red shirts can you have? They were in college for a good like six years, dude. Because you only get one. So like, like, they were in college forever. And now they don't they sing? Don't they sing now? Yeah. One of them sings. Oh, oh my god,
1: they don't play basketball. Oh, they, for, I'm they not don't even play basketball you. back
0: then. <laughs> Listen, I'm <laughs> not even gonna them, hold man. you, bro. I actually sent some I actually sent some beats to the Gonzalez twins. They just didn't read the email. Stop bro. it.
1: Bro. <laughs> man,
0: look, I was so disappointed, bro, because like I was like 13, 14. And I'm like, yo, they fine, and like I'm like, yo. And then I see their stats, and I'm not gonna lie. Like Dakota, kind of weird. Like I, I follow both of them. Weird. Like, Dakota, kind of weird. Like Dylan. Like I know she do. I know she does poetry. Like she does a lot of, um, you know, little highlight tapes of her working out. I mean, they were in NBA Live Mobile, so I, I guess that means something, but. No.
3: We got catfish. I'm sorry. Who's playing NBA Live Mobile? We got catfish. <laughs> like. Yo. We got
1: athle- because, athletically like, catfish. Yo. they were,
3: you didn't, growing up, we didn't get that many, like, girls that were super fine that could hoop. It was always something, like, off. And they were the perfect ones. But they couldn't freaking hoop. Oh, they couldn't. They were bad. <sighs> uh-uh.
1: I was gonna say there is like there is I, there are D two D three and NAIA players that would man that's community college them, man, bro. Bro. that, that is like bro. the definition of pretty privilege pretty privilege because there is no way you go into Kansas and it lasted so long like that, that
3: privilege it still it still works.
0: Bro,
1: cause I got a like I got a
0: friend who plays for uh Clark, and dude, like she's raw, and she's only like five Reagan? four. No, Megan. She she didn't really get to play much. Cause actually, let me not say it on on the air because I, I don't want to mess with her PT. But she got screwed out. But she she is legitimately their best player, and she is raw. Like we legit call her Lady Kyrie for a reason. She could take Don Gonzalez twins on her own and just demolish them. And I think they're like, like six feet, six one at least. Nah, I I was so disappointed in them, man. I I, I had high hopes. Um, well, I'm I'm out the game anyway. But I mean, I, y'all y'all got Jaden Owens to rely I'm on. Out
3: the game, I'm
0: grown now. It's whatever. <laughs> like, bro. That I was, I was sick off that man. No, I'm not relying. Oh man, that that was. I'm not relying on... That was the biggest disappointment.
3: Wait, is Jaden Owens the one that was dating uh Leangelo? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want her. Mm-hmm. <coughs> <laughs> I knew her name sounded familiar. See, I'm starting to see. No, I'm straight. I'm good. <laughs> The, I
0: am trying to think like I'm trying to give me, think gimme girl, girl from West Virginia gimme
3: give gimme give girl from West Virginia.
1: Oh uh curious she used to she used to daughter. date my she
3: dated my man's Josh back when he was here or and y'all know Josh Jackson but like that's bro she used to date josh for a minute yeah like
1: Josh Jackson Josh Jackson? yeah that's that was a thing when they in high
3: school in college or whatever bro Oh, wow. and every time I see oh, him, man, I ask man. him, "What the heck?" Because, and I hope he hears it this time too. What the heck? She—that's a different breed, right there. That's rookie of the yeah. year. Mm-hmm. I'm calling her rookie. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree.
0: I'm like so. That's gonna do it for the WNBA side. But I have one more question before we close. Last question, is not a WNBA player. It's not an NBA player. It's somebody who I don't even think will make a pro team anywhere. Can we please talk about the career and failure of Julian Newman?
1: I, how did I know this is where that was going? I knew that. I swear to God, oh that God. dude is 27 years old. Yeah. He is twenty seven. Oh, I'm not even, I'm care, even. bro. He is twenty seven. You cannot tell me otherwise. I'm not. He.
3: That I'm not. He's oh. been
1: in high school since oh nine,
0: and he still isn't good. Like it'd be different if he was at least decent. Yeah, like I've I've never seen anything like Julian Newman's situation. Like because I, I, I'm not going to lie, like, I used to watch Hello Newman's, because I got bored, but, dude, how are you getting embarrassed on your own show? Like, first of all, he like, what? He my height. He like 5'2", if not shorter than that. He's not good. He has the worst shot selection I've ever seen. His handles are decent. Like, I'm sorry, his, he has the most overrated you know he's Like, I mean, yeah, he dribbles fast, he does a lot
3: of moves, but he gets ripped every possession. I, like, every single see, possession. Yeah. I, I don't, don't so want to be biased like, here. My, I'm going to be, I'm better. I I truly feel like if it ever came down to it injury. You know, a fun fact uh, real, I think he was on my uh Beachwood's team that one year, bro. Weren't you on that team? Oh, yeah. We won the
0: championship. Was you on that right. team? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I so, was, I was think, supposed yeah. to be, but some some stuff happened school-wise. So, I didn't I didn't even finish.
3: See, I was carrying him wait, to a championship. Hold on, wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. Pause, pause, pause. Y'all won the title?
3: We did that year, yeah. But that's here, no. There. No, i not really, like, Piss. Because be my, anyway, my dad pulled me off the team. But anyway, like I was saying, like, I truly feel like I mean, I can name about 50 kids within a 10 mile radius that can beat him. Like, I'm not even joking, bro. Like he he's just not good. He's one of those he one of those kids who like he had handles growing up, but that's all he has. He can't his shot selection is terrible. I blame his dad. <laughs> Yeah, Jamie Newman is the worst basketball dad ever. I really blame like they—they're like the—they're like the, they're like the uh, complete opposite of the balls. Yeah, I, like I mean the complete opposite in a negative way too. Like, Lavar Le- Ball is like crazy, but look what he produced. If Leangelo didn't go out there trying yeah. to rob people in China and stores and stuff, he may have made it if he played all four years at UCLA. But you know, he wants to be an idiot. But he breeded three Hoopers. Him and his wife did ballers, literally. Like the Newmans don't have that at all.
0: Man. like all they have really is not even. They really don't even have a brand. Like I don't know mm-hmm. anybody that's wearing Prodigy. I I hope none of y'all have. Honestly, I hope y'all never bought anything from Big Bubble Brand too, because. I mean, I I was I was with Levar, but I mean, if you bought Lonzo's shoes, I'm sorry, no, like no, that that's a different level of um, embarrassment. Number one, new shoes were like five hundred, in the bottom. Like you tell me, the soles used to slip up, Like Lonzo straight up had like six pairs of shoes at Lakers games, and he would have to change every quarter.
3: If folks actually bought those? I got a pair. <laughs> I got a hoodie. I, I got a hoodie and a pair. And I'm not gonna lie. Gonna stop, go no, stop. Shoe, You're man. lying. You, you actually
1: bought this? I got Rare, <laughs> re- like I'm As soon as you said it, I was like, boy.
3: I can't any pair of shoes like those shoes I'm telling you, them boys dropped. I copped them. So you paid reseller price for retros, just like Lonzo for well, some Walmart brand basketball shoes. So yes, yes, not proud of it, but I'm not proud of a lot of things I buy. You know, I'm not. I'm oh not proud God. of a lot of shoes that I buy because you know, yeah, but. <laughs> I, I had to do it, bro. Like if you had said the slides, I had. To. And when Lamelo drops his with Puma, yeah, I mean the Pumas, I'm carpet. Oh no, I got the gym shoes, bro. I got like. the mono. Yeah, I'm, copy, but I got the big I got the ZO2s, like the I, I got the black ones. Like, bro, if you said the
0: slides, I understand.
3: I'm sorry, but we're
0: talking about the basketball. <laughs>
3: Bro, I wanted to go like... I wanted to go like Zo, man. I've
0: never been this disappointed in you, bro. I'm, I'm,
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, right, bro, man. They in real life
0: just ruined my day. Like, first he tells me he copped the zo 2s Then he tells me that when we were on the same team and my dad pulled me off the team for some other stuff, they won the title. Like, I'm
3: supposed no, to... No, like, when I tell you, dead, telling, like,
1: he just disappeared off the team... Real missing his he ring. just
3: disappeared off the drill team, didn't like, get his
1: honorary team ring anyway.
3: But he left the team. He, he left the team and we were just like, what the heck happened? And then like, I got to see him at school and he wouldn't even mention it. Bro, I was so, right. yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not
0: to talk to you about that shit, bro. I'm I'm real like pissed, bro. Like I'm supposed to be a champion. Like. You could have mine. I got like seven of those. You can have one of mine. My- oh, That's not gonna help. That's not gonna help me. Oh my god! <laughs> like, bro, I got, I got two church titles. You mean to tell me I could have add a, added a Beach to Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna let this down today, bro. This, this is gonna be a rough night sleeping, bro. And but. If that is it, that brings us to the conclusion of this episode of Hooplex. I hope you guys enjoyed, and we will see you all next week.